Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindset Win. Thanks for being here. And personally, I've had a very busy week because I'm finishing my second book and it has to be ready for my publisher. So there's a lot of pressure, but I'm very excited to have a calm moment and sit down with you guys to listen to more of Marco Odermatt. He's an alpine skier and he's been with us before talking about trusting your routines while still being flexible. I know, I know, it sounds complicated, but trust me, it's very simple. And it's one of those things that I feel like are so small, but really make a key difference when it comes to practicing your mindset and being as efficient with your time and energy as you can. This episode is going to be just my conversation with Marco. So I'll let you guys draw your own conclusions. Enjoy. Welcome, Marco. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. Thanks. You've won titles in Super G, uh, Giant Slalom and Downhill. Can you explain what each of these uh, disciplines entail very shortly? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, we have in Ski Alpine one more discipline would be Slalom. It's the uh, slowest one, not for me. Uh, uh, I would say Giant Slalom is my best discipline. It's still a lot of technique. Uh, you have uh, many turns. Uh, it's about a little bit more than a minute. And uh, yeah, it can come up to 40, 50 turns. Then it's a super G where you really have to work with your instinct because you just have one chance in them. You have to inspect it in the morning, get one chance and you really have high speed. You can go up to 130, 40 with jumps. You don't see the gate after the the hills after the rolls so most of the skiers say it's the most difficult one and then it's the downhill the classic one uh, you have training sessions on the downhill but then on the day x you have to yeah be the fastest uh, yeah highest speed biggest jumps and uh, the yeah most important discipline in our sport and is it your favorite discipline well, I'm really happy that I have three good disciplines okay. because I like to to switch around. Uh, I think I already feel it in the training when I train three, four days the same. I, it already gets a little bit boring for me. So I really like to switch in between those disciplines and uh, always have a new challenge. And I always have to adapt really quickly because I really don't have time to train during winter because I uh, raced that yeah so many races in these different disciplines so yeah there are days I prepare the giant slalom uh, or prefer the giant slalom and then other days it's the downhill super cheap depends you always have to adapt uh, the setup the material your skiing skills uh, yeah maybe for some guys it's always white snow and blue and red gates but for sure for us uh, every Every slope is totally different from the from the hill, from the topic, from the snow, from the course setting. Yeah, so really every day is uh, is different. It's a different day. Yeah, absolutely. Which makes it less boring. Yeah, way, absolutely. Exciting, I, th- I mean, uh, I think it's always a challenge. You're never done because every training day or every race is going to be different than the day before and. Yeah, you also have always have to yeah change some little things from the setup, from your mindset, how you ski those turns. Because when you have good snow, you can maybe go full in. 
if you have uh, less good snow, you have to be more tactical. So yeah, it's yeah for me very very interesting sport. It's fascinating. Yeah, an achievement that really stands out to me is when you won gold at the Olympics at the giant slalom. Can you talk me through the lead up to that event and what it was like for you? Yeah, I mean, uh, Olympic Games is, I guess, for every sportsman, the most special event we have on the world. Uh, you stand there and you know, if I fuck this up, I have another chance in four years and you never know what happened in those four years. So I already was um, one of a favorite in downhill and Super G um, the week before. I didn't want a medal there. I uh, was really disappointed about the first week of the Olympic Games. And then it all came to my last chance in the giant slalom, where I was the big favorite. And with the pressure not having a medal yet, it got uh, even more difficult, I would say. But uh, so the the relief and the emotions when I really won that gold medal was even bigger like that, I guess. Do you remember the moment like What was the weather like? What, like, were it, you connected with the environment, with yeah. yourself? And, and it was really uh, a special day, not because I won this medal, because everything was a little bit different. It was in, as many know, uh, it was in China, in Beijing. Everything was a little bit different. It was supposed to be sunny all the time, cold but sunny. Uh, they never get snow, it's never snow. Uh, and then we woke up in the morning, uh, bad weather, 20 centimeters of fresh snow. And we were like, huh? how is this possible? And so the, start, the day already started special, I would say. And then it, after the first run, I was already leading, which was good, but which is also uh, the most difficult uh, setting for the final run so and then it got delayed delayed because of the bad weather the fog came in and stuff like this so everything what you don't wish for yourself when you lead after first run in an olympic race and uh, so i think it was around 4 p.m when i was at the start and usually we race uh, the second run right after lunch so at 1 p.m maybe and there it was already 4 p.m dark weather Yeah, the light got darker and darker by each racer. So I really was on the start gate and knew, yeah, the most difficult uh, conditions which I have right now. And yeah, I knew it's just one goal to win this medal. And I skied like this uh, all in, took the risk and luckily it uh, went well. Let's go a little bit deeper in, in how do you maintain this winning edge? And, and the focus and the right mindset in, in everything you need to win. Mm -hmm. I think uh, it's also about routines. Uh, I always do the same kind of things before I start. Uh, I start with the warm up and it's, I don't, I couldn't say it right now to you what I do step by step. But when you're in getting into those mood in this mood, you know exactly what I have to do next uh, with the warm up. With I do a lot of visualization uh, because we are we can inspect the run and then I go it through my mind many many times before I really start. And I'm lucky because I'm always get into this race mood when I'm getting into the start. I usually get into my 
bubble race mood maybe three four minutes before i really start till there i'm really open talking with my coach my physio service with, with my friends but the last some minutes it's really uh yeah just poor focus and yeah some good memories good thoughts which are the most important things for me to to have in my mind and then yeah i'm a athlete who is going all in all the time and uh, it nearly works all the time so this is for me the best tactic not trying or not if you know you have uh, some advance uh, from the first run it doesn't really help because you never know exactly how the other guys ski um, how are the conditions at this moment i didn't know that the conditions when i was at the start were so bad so I just know I have to do everything the same like I always do. It's also how I train. Um, doesn't matter if it's physical training where you are right now uh, in each exercise, I really put the effort in and also in training on the skis, uh, especially in giant slalom. Maybe uh, I really go all in at the training as well because, uh, yeah, my mind, my body have to train on that level that it can react the way I want in the race. So I don't understand guys who yeah, train easier, maybe just ski with 90% and then they want to perform at the race on 100%. It wouldn't work for me, I guess. Um, especially in Giant Slalom, I think in speed, it's a little bit different because you also have your, have to have your, in your mind the, yeah, the risk, the danger in speed. Uh, if you crash, it's uh, yeah, not good. So. But the, I really go take the, take the risk as well in training and like this, my body feel most comfortable, I think, and I, it can react the way I want. Uh, so if I do a mistake, it, yeah, I'm back on the line very quick again, so I don't lose that much time. So in other words, preparation precedes mastery. Yeah. And the more you are prepared, the better you can adapt to things you don't always control yeah absolutely and i also would say if you go all in i really know when it works i can be the fastest yeah. so i have no doubt about that i could can win the race and like this if you do a mistake you might be still leading because you took the risk the gates before maybe so you have a little bit advantage with the time you do the mistake and you can still yeah control the time a little bit so yeah for sure it's i think it's in every uh, every sport it's about the preparation and as well as i said before with the mental part with visualization uh, if you really know what you want to do in each turn over each roll and the yeah every difficult uh passage on the on the course you yeah your body already knows what he has to do and you program your brain to, yeah, because I don't think while racing. Yeah, it's okay. everything. It's just yeah. instinct and yeah, uh, routine. I guess uh, I put me myself, my my mind, my body into the race mood at the start. And as soon as I go out of the start gate, my my mind is I don't know where. Yeah, <laughs> so I think this is what every sportsman wanna have. Yeah. So it's the flow, and if you go with the flow, it's the best. But you need to create the right environment with these yeah. routines. Is this something you you grew into 
or is this something you consciously worked on and build up or it just happened because of your personality because of who you are how you look at things um i think it's both maybe you have to have it in your a little bit but i can remember when i was at the age maybe 14 15 16 i uh, i was never good at the important races so at the junior swiss championships i've never won a gold medal or something because i always at the point where you really have to perform i couldn't do it so it's still like with yeah like that it's it was a progress process uh, i would say because um yeah with every situation you learn with every experience you yeah with every race you get more experience and you can you know what worked what didn't work and yeah for sure with uh, the success you know yeah faster what works and what doesn't work yeah. for yourself so uh, for sure the good results uh, helps for making the progress faster but do you analyze constantly these routines to readapt and to basically increase your performance with like yeah i would say so uh, i really started with uh, mental training uh, many years ago when i was a uh, yeah still nearly a kid i would say uh, i still work with the same mental coach till now uh, i don't work with her that often but I, I think I really learned the basics the right way uh, many years ago. And now and every day, every training, so I, got, I got these questions a lot, uh, how much mental training you do. And really sitting together with her, it's just uh, three, four times a year right now. But mental training is every day somehow. I think uh, every endurance session every four session now in the summer helps me to get the confidence for the winter when i'm at the start and then you i know i did absolutely everything during summer i my body's healthy i'm fit i i really have the the power it gives me so much confidence for the start so like this i mental training is in every rep so you really believe that you make the difference with your mental strength i would say so yeah. uh because there are it's not just in skiing but there are so many good skiers or so many other good sports um yeah i think uh, there are i think in skiing it you really have to have many different puzzles it's the material it's the mental strength it's the body fitness it's the tactic part there are so many different puzzles that have to fit together to to be fast on the day x but uh, i think all the other puzzles you kind of have the same uh, options like the others and you have to make uh, probably the difference in your in your head when when i when i listen to everything you you say you're highly aware and connected with yourself but also with your environment yeah is this one of your biggest strength yeah probably i don't like to be alone so i like to be with my with my team with my teammates uh, i like to share those emotions uh, for me the, the best w wins are if i can share them with my teammates uh, 
doesn't mean that they have to be on the podium as well but if they have a good race as well it's a poor joy for me as well so yeah i'm really a team player and i could never go this way alone so yeah for sure uh, a good team around yourself is a uh, yeah most important thing but, but you're also connected with your own body mind senses you you're you have you're very self-aware yeah i would say so i think uh, everything goes that quick you really have to be yourself i think uh, also on situations like this podcast interviews it's i think it's for me it's just the easiest or best part to be be, be myself to yeah talk like i am like i really am and as well in skiing i think everything i th i mean anyway the world it turns so fast uh what happened today doesn't come tomorrow again anymore so yeah i think it's important to be yourself to be in this very situation right now to give it all to enjoy the moment and to continue after that enjoy the moment when you compete do you really enjoy the moment are you really in the present moment or is it something you really have to think about and work on or is just just coming like very naturally um i would say i'm really in this moment but it's not always poor joy okay. <laughs> right yeah. at this moment it's always yeah connected with big pressure and i think maybe some like the pressure maybe i would need it as well if i wouldn't have it but uh, it's not a great feeling actually if you're at the start and you know oh, pressure and it gets warm and your legs are getting heavier and heavier it's not the best feeling but it's definitely the best feeling if you reach that goal if you cross the finish line if you perform if you knew you yeah you yeah achieved it you did this exercise well it gives you so much back so this is really the the emotions you work for right after the finish line when you see the time you know you did it yeah all the emotions goes through your body and this is what what counts i guess but but we talked about the flow and the zone and and it's it's really about being and staying in the present moment before a, an, an important race and every race you won are you in the present moment and are your routines helping you to come and stay in this present moment right before like you said three four minutes before yeah. the start i'm there yeah i think so uh, i had one race last season where i wasn't in this mood uh, it was right after my small injury when i came back and uh, i think the on this day the result wasn't the, the important thing for me it was more the step back where i wanted wanted to be i really skied like this for me in my head it was like gate by gate turn by turn i was thinking about many other things while racing what i usually never have usually as i said before i'm always in this flow everything goes automatically and it was different there i still won that race so that was very special for me i really didn't expect uh, expect that so but this also showed me again it can work like this as well even if it was a, a strange feeling and i prefer the the flow situations but uh, 
I I think it really was the the mindset which made the difference because I wasn't thinking about I want to win today. It was more like oh I'm back. Uh, I want to enjoy it. I want to see what happens with the knee and like this. It was a different mindset and yeah. So also a different flow situation for me. We talked about obviously mental strength and the difference it makes in, in your performance and, and results. Is there any mental strength you, you wish you had earlier in your career or you, you look at it as, as something you, you, you grow, you grew with and, and just acquired because you, you were getting better and better mm -hmm. and better. Well, I think uh, I really got the mental strength quite uh, early, okay. I would say. I mean, um, yeah, I already won for me all the most if, uh, important trophies or medals. So I couldn't say anything else now. So I, for sure, I think it's also a part of uh, progress. Uh, with every experience, you learn to deal with the situation, I think mental strength is in the end it's for me doing the right thing in the in this moment uh, and you just can do this when you already have some experience if you know uh, the situations the year before was like this i act like this and the result was like this you can yeah with experience like this you can probably adapt some things change some things doesn't have to be in your head, but also in your head for sure. And like this, yeah, you have to do take also step by step. Uh, yeah, like you do it in physical training, in skiing training, you didn't start with the highest weight and the first day. So it's also a progress and um, you have to take, uh, yeah, maybe also lesson by lesson. And then looking back at, at your past season, which is, is it your, one of your best or if not the best yeah. season? Are you already thinking about like things you want to work on, you want to improve, you want to progress, especially on the mental mm -hmm. aspect? Um, I mean, it was for sure the best season. Uh, I mean, when you break the the record, it's nearly it's hard to to beat it again. Hard to yeah, I have many things to improve, but uh, uh, I think I was really on the highest level in my mental part, I would say. I think I have still some things to improve in material and technique and maybe, yeah, just things which have something to do with skiing. But I would say the tactic and mental part was really on a high level this year. Uh, otherwise, I couldn't win so many races in every situation again. So I think it's in the mental, it's not, it's just something you have to keep working, yeah. keep practicing, but nothing I really want to change or improve in the mental. There are other things I'm still working on. And is there any mental strength or tactics uh, you're using to be at your level at skiing that have been or could be useful in your everyday life as a person, as a human being, let's say. Mm -hmm. I think uh, self-reflection is for sure uh, a very important part. Uh, as an athlete, you always do it in every 
yeah hour of the day you get so many feedbacks from yourself from the material from the team around you from the coaches service physio you have to do this you have to do this and i think if you have a good feeling or sensitive for your self your body your things you you probably can you don't have to do the mistake or you can uh, change something before it gets a problem so these are very things that you yeah also can need in your private uh, day um, in your private life if you're somehow always a step ahead and not a uh, one behind so everything is transferable <laughs> not everything but i think uh, as an athlete uh, your career is kind of i mean every career is kind of similar uh, everybody's working and want to improve to get a higher level and i think this is in the real life the same like in a professional athlete life exactly thank you so much perfect for thank you. speaking with me marco after that conversation marco and me watched back that winning race in the olympics that he talked about and you really can see how bad the weather was it made me even more intrigued by his method of using an anchor to ground yourself. And it's something I feel a lot of us do anyways without even realizing. It's that deep breath when you need to calm yourself down, listening to that one song that completely resets you, or even just going outside. Being intentional about it, like Marco, opens up the possibility of deliberately using it to your own benefit and not just when your reflexes tell you to do so. But what did you guys think Marco's key message was? Do you disagree with me? Why or why not? Either way, I hope you enjoyed your time with Marco and myself. I certainly did. Have a great week. Bye.